Welcome back to another episode of Buffalo Happy Hour. Mike, what's up? Derek, uh, we have to get to a jam-packed weekly recap. However, we should start with sponsors before we forget, and it's just going to be a disaster because I'm not trying to burn any bridges before we even finish completion of said bridge. <laughs> um, so we'll start with who? Who do you high want peaks. to start? High Peaks. Start with High Peaks. We'll start with High Peaks. So High Peaks is a veteran-owned company that does aerial drone footage for marketing for your small business in the Western New York region. They are veteran-owned, if I didn't say that already, um, and they do great work with first-person drones, cinematic drones, uh, with their cinematic drone shots, I guess, so they can basically take off and then help you with your marketing experience for your audience. So if you want to have that incorporated into your budget for marketing, then reach out to High Peaks. They take your marketing to the next level. Goodness. And then aerial level. Elevation. <laughs> they elevate your marketing to the next peak. I'm going to throw up. <laughs> so it is uh their website is High Peaks image.com. Image.com. Which they're in a rebranding process, too. Next sponsor. Queen City Creative Works. What's up, new fam? What's up? Uh, New sponsor. Queen City Creative Works is a, uh, what some people would like to say, an Etsy shop, except they're not, they're better. Okay. Uh, They are family run, meaning husband and wife. They do great work with branding of certain items. Yeah, they can make literally whatever you want. So, uh, coasters, koozies. Bottle openers, shirts, shirts, ornaments, anything, anything that you need. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand. And even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. (laughs) I could really use Current. (laughs) I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Engraved, laser etched, printed, they can do it. And they ship it to you. So much more to follow. In regards to working and us working with Queen City Creative Works, but definitely check them out on Instagram, Facebook, as well as their website, which is just Google Queen City Creative Works and they pop right up. Yep. So uh, we have now officially completed our sponsorships. And we got one more. Mike Filipski. No, I'm just kidding. Mike joined us for today's Wednesday Whiskey Reviews, and he's still here hanging out because we just did two Wednesday Whiskey Reviews, and he's just hanging around for the ride. Um, So, Mike, thank you very much for joining today's Wednesday Whiskey Review, and if you are interested in hearing all of Mike's knowledge about Scotland, the different scotches that we tried, as well as math, because we weren't able to handle those simple math formulas, but if you are interested in those, go check out the upcoming Wednesday Whiskey Reviews. Make sure you're subscribed, like today's video, and leave a comment down below of what your favorite part of today's episode was so weekly recap we'll bring it back to the og uh first of all if you're new I didn't here record any of that yeah you did just kidding if you are new here thank you so much for uh your continued sponsorship and then watching derek give me heart attacks for the last two years including what he just did and uh moving forward for the weekly recap we were jam-packed yeah. we had a multitude of business meetings outside of our full-time jobs a lot of editing, a lot of interview recordings, and some traveling. We drove all the way down to Hamburg for a interview, which we'll be releasing uh, just as the new year rolls in. So that's exciting. Which was a cool interview. It was. It was a smokehouse. Uh, we so, haven't interviewed a smokehouse yet. No. So we were able to sit down with the two owners and dive into their story, hear what they offer uh, the community, and then talk about their growth because they started – as kind of like a restaurant and then boomed into what they are now and then took over the entire West End in Hamburg, which is on the west side of the village of Hamburg. Yeah, it's cool that they had – we went into the interview. We had a short amount of time with them, which was fine. But one thing that I do want to continue to harp on is the fact that they have like a deli style where you can go in and buy something and either have it in the restaurant for their steak or take it home. They had pre-made – um, what were they? Bacon wrapped, smoked, stuffed peppers. Yeah, it was which was did, fantastic. Yeah, they were insane. We devoured 
all of them. It was fantastic. Then they got a full-size bar, and then they have seven Airbnbs upstairs, so the West End Inn is essentially back. Yeah, and, and they then, just posted new pictures of the rooms. They look really nice. Yeah, fully renovated, which yeah. is incredible. So um, everything you need is there, and then definitely check out that interview once it goes live in a couple weeks. And then, again, thank you, O'Briens, for being on our show. We appreciate your time and support, and then we're looking forward to future collabs, which is what we talked about mm-hmm. uh, when we were there. Now, the other aspects of the weekly recap is you and I obviously smelled each other's musks. Oh, yeah. Multiple times. it made me super happy inside. That was just Um, a daily recap. Correct. Uh, (laughs) Hourly recap. Every hour we make sure that we're back up. (laughs) He doesn't know what to do. Uh, But, yeah. So, outside of all of that uh, nonsense, we did pick up another business sponsor, which is huge, which kind of leads us into today's episode topic, except I have to start with... The useless fact. Yeah. We so, also had a little holiday party too, bro. Yes. Which was fun. Yes, we'll dive into that. Um I don't I don't know why this came up. Okay, so basically, what do you think the number one breed of dog is in regards to popularity? It may surprise you, I'll give you that hint. Would I be able to guess it? Yeah. Okay, so it's one that's familiar. It's not like an English Dober Pound mixed chihuahua yeah it's familiar to the point that it's the most popular breed in existence gotcha but it's gonna surprise you chihuahua no one more guess um pitbull no so the labrador retriever has been one of the akc's top 10 most popular breeds for the last 30 consecutive years really that is what I found super interesting and wanted to bring it on our shows today, um, which is longer than any other breed. So I have a purebred English yellow, um, and then I grew up with labs. But is the Labrador Retriever like the umbrella to like English lab, yellow lab, brown lab? Yeah, they're all retrievers. Black lab. Yeah. Okay, so that's just the umbrella can, to. Have, mm-hmm. Why do they consider like a black lab different than a golden lab or whatever? Like if I have a bull terrier, like a I have an English, yeah. If I have, I have an English bull terrier, but there's not a specific like Cleo's a brindle golden or brindle bull terrier because there's well, if we're gonna dive into the weeds about it, there's retrievers and then there's labs. That's what we do. We dive into the weeds sometimes. So sometimes we stay broad <laughs> so that we don't get demonetized and just like eliminated from all sponsorships. <laughs> but yeah, so we're trying to maintain them for longer than a week. Yeah, the it's fine. Um, so we'll, contracts. That's right. As always, <laughs> we have the golden retriever, and then the golden retrievers are like longer hair, and then they're like free flowing. Um, they're typically a larger breed, but thinner. Okay. And then labs, there's American and then English in regards specifically to labs. And then within labs, there's red, silver, black, yellow. There's um, a red lab? Yeah, red labs are stunning too. They're really cool dogs. And then Josh Allen, no free shout out, has a silver lab. So really? it looks gray. Yep. And then um, I have a yellow and then there's uh, chocolate as well. So in that, you're, there's two different breed types within labs. There's American and English, right? So then American have a longer, thinner snout, way more energy. Which that makes sense to differentiate. But like mm-hmm. if you ever introduce your lab to somebody, it's always I have a yellow lab. Correct. But like I don't see I have a brindable terrier. Right. So there's... Uh, to your point, like people are fanatics. So yeah. they're like, Hey, what, which kind of lab is he? Cause everyone knows that there's English and American. And then once you hear the other, you know, one of the two options, you just get all excited. Yeah. You're just like, Oh my God, I just want to pet him. But yeah, we specifically wanted English because we wanted the blockheads, shorter snouts. Generally they're way more mellow. Um, and they're tough. Except to Sam. Well, no, Sam's pretty mellow. Yeah. Very mellow compared to an American lab. Yeah. And then, um, and yeah, I mean, it's just, that's what we wanted. So that's what we got, but it's. The perfect family dog. That's how it's marketed. So there's nothing different from a yellow lab to a brown lab outside of American or English and color. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So the holiday party. Yeah. You had us over. Oh, yeah. Thank you for that. We appreciated it. Uh, Obviously, you were a great host per norm. We had a huge spread, and then you ordered pizza, and then you switched it up. You had a white pizza. Yeah. What was going on with that? Try to be a little healthier, you know. Whose call was that? Gina's, obvious. Okay. Okay. We, I love white pizza, and Picasso's makes, no free shout outs, an amazing white pizza. It smells so good. We need them on. It'd be kind of cool. Yeah, they're huge, dude. Yeah. 
I would love Should to have them on. Why not? Talk about their process. Shoot our shot. All right. We sh- we texted everybody. That's true. In DMs trying to see if they can be on. Why not? Yeah, what, we have nothing cool. to lose. It's just like dating. What's the first Picasso's? Was it? Is it the one on Transit Road up near like Salvatore's? That is that the first one? Maybe that or Seneca. It's, well, it's like Seneca and Ridge. You know where... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. right in Seneca. I, I don't... Hold on. <coughs> Let's see. Let's see if it will tell us. Because I feel like if the first one, it would make sense if it's... Obviously, it's not the one by my house. Union Road is not the first. Or is it? I don't know, dude. Good content for our listeners, though. Where is the sure first Picasso's location? <laughs> I know. Oh, it's not even going to tell us. It's just saying. No, it's like Picasso's first studio. Yeah, Mike, are you like, leaving? Are you leaving us? <laughs> okay, sounds good. Make sure you drive safe and then text us when you get home. Drink responsibly. Be a good person. Don't litter. Don't litter. What is steal my tagline? Goodness. Hey, it was great. Nice Thank job, you for being dude. on. Everybody give Mike Ron round of applause. He's leaving. He's leaving. Bye, Mike. Are you taking your Oreo ball or no? Yeah, don't forget. What do you want me to do? Eat that God, live? I have, my God, I only have two hands there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you, man. Um, well, goodness, now that he's gone. Yeah. Just kidding. So, about Mike. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it, was, it was a great Wednesday whiskey review. So, please tune yeah, into those. It was a lot of fun. It was, it was amazing. Um, but, yeah, so I wonder, I can't imagine the one across from Salvatore's being, or Russell's being not the first because that's so small and compact that I feel like if they expanded there, they would have built that out more. Mm-hmm. That's why I think that, that was the first. This conversation makes me hungry because Yo, I'm going to order pizza. I can't order right now. I have it delivered. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Derek. <laughs> I do want it, but I, I yeah, can't. I can't. We're Cummings. doing eggs tonight. You're doing eggs tonight? Do you have a default meal that yeah, you go it's to? Eggs. Yeah, it's eggs. Sometimes we'll do. <laughs> you got so excited. Because, <laughs> I, dude, I love eggs. Dude, I me love too. Me some it's eggs. so good. What do you do with them? Like so, your default meal, what is it? I'll do two sunny side up, and then I'll sometimes I'll make um, – I'll just put them in a wrap and then just let them explode inside the wrap. Oh, yeah. Or I'll put them on an English muffin. Dude, yeah, it's just what I do. I put it on an English muffin. I put a little cheese down first and then put some uh, maple syrup over top. That's my meal. That's my go-to. Uh, childhood memory. Again, we've got a listener who appreciates childhood stories. Do you remember the first time you ever made egg in a cup? I don't know what that is. Okay. Take a coffee cup or a mug. Sorry. A coffee mug. Crack an egg inside the coffee mug, add a little bit of milk, just a splash, stir it, wrap a paper towel around the coffee mug, and then when you put it in your microwave, make sure that you tuck it underneath so the coffee mug sits on the paper towel. So it's literally anchored around the cup. Microwave it for like a minute and 15 to a minute and 30 max, and then it'll just puff and then form the the shape of the coffee mug, and then you can make a, a breakfast sandwich with your egg in the mm. in that shape. So it's a little big for an English muffin, but it's meant for a bagel. And then that's my uncle taught me that, God rest his soul, egg in a cup. And then that's what we used to make breakfast sandwiches by doing that. And then you would pull the uh, mug out of the microwave, obviously throw away the paper towel. It'll pop. The egg pops inside, which is why you got to anchor the paper towel. Sometimes if it gets real wild or you microwaved it too long or you don't have enough milk – then the egg will shoot up and then hit the top of the paper towel and then get stuck and then drag the paper down mm. in it and then it'll kind of like sink inside the mug. Um, and then you just take a fork, scrape around the inside of the mug. So it's just like a scrambled egg though, right? Yeah. yeah. And then it's perfect for a breakfast sandwich. So I grew up making those. I grew up making the things where you take a piece of bread and then you use like the top to the cinnamon and you make a hole in a piece of bread and then you crack the egg in the hole in the bread. Mm-hmm. That way the yolk of the egg just sits pretty. Have you did? Have you ever done that? I never made it, Oh, but I've had it once at a restaurant and I was real confused what was going so on. So good. Yeah, it's we amazing. We used to make them camping all the time. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That and Hubble Pies. Hell yeah. I love Hubble Best. Pies. I know. The, how often do you use your microwave? Like, are you nervous of like- the microwaves? Mm-mm. No. Um, so my wife uses the microwave every day for her tea in the morning. And then I use it. I We eat a lot of popcorn. That's one thing we realized lately. And you put it all in the, in the microwave? The popcorn? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's pre-packaged. Like you just, you know, question for you. When you make microwave popcorn. I don't make microwave popcorn. We do stovetop popcorn. Oh, no, we yeah. We buy like Act 2 and then rip open the bag. 
and then you massage the bag of popcorn to get the butter all on all the kernels, and then you throw it in the microwave. Uh, and then okay. it's got a popcorn button, and then it's all set. Yeah, it, we just do – well, Gina does it because Gina's a popcorn freak. She mm-hmm. loves her popcorn. And we do stovetop. So she just buys a thing of kernels, pours them in a pot, puts the lid on with some oil, and then lets them pop in there, and then just puts the butter on after. So she does everything stovetop. We don't use our microwave at all. I could not tell you the last time that I used my microwave. We use it with – tea we like i got you like drinks basically and then sometimes to reheat a leftover but it's rare most times we just use the oven to reheat it Mm. and then we're good but generally we don't have leftovers anyways yeah you know unless we like host and there's leftovers but but i like most food cold though yeah and realistically the food that's left over is like Sometimes pizza and wings, and then we just put it in the oven anyways and just, like, cook yeah. it on broil. Yeah. And then it's mint. But it's even that, like, so pizza good. and wings, I always have cold. Wings, I can do cold all the time. Pizza, I can do cold, sure. But if I'm going to, like, eat the leftovers and I'm going to make a meal out of it, then I'm just going right. to broil it for two minutes. Sure. And then eat it with blue cheese, obviously. Is that your favorite, like, leftover meal? Or do you have a favorite that you're like, it's I love this leftover? No, pizza and wings is, you can't. I mean, how the hell do you top that? Don't you feel bad, though, eating it? Because you're like, I had this yesterday, and now I'm having it again today for a whole nother meal. Oh, yeah. I feel horrendous, <laughs> but I can't I can't waste it because it's too good. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite pizza spot around here? Do you have one? Picasso's is up there. Macy's Place is up there. And then, honestly, Maybach's, which is also around the corner for me. I don't know if I've ever had Maybach's. You did when you were over at my house. Did I? Yeah. Really good pizza. Uh, it's super consistent. And then they got a really good sauce ratio. What is your preferred sauce? Do you like it spicy or sweet or just sweet. like, yeah. Sweet. Grasso's then? Grasso's is the best sweet sauce I've ever had in my life. Do you remember Pananza's? No. Dude, they had so much sauce. It was like a deep dish soup. I'm like, this is too much sauce. I just can't do it. And then they had a location next to the original Worlds that's and like Future Dance, mm-hmm. which I don't even know what the hell the building is now except for Future Dance on camp in Hamburg. And then, uh, and then obviously Crunch bought yeah. Worlds and then moved down the street and then created that compound thing, Plaza, that they have. It's annoying. But I didn't know that one – I love when companies take over another company and I have no idea who the parent company is. Like LA was just taken over by Esporta. Yeah. No, never heard of Esporta in my life. Yeah, it's the most European thing. To so where did that come from? This little bud? No, Esporta, but also the little bud. I don't know. Is that a ladybug or is that that thing that you showed me? No, it's that thing that I showed you. Ladybugs have way more spots than that. So and what plus, is that? I, they don't belong. Like ladybugs don't survive in this climate right now. So what is that? I don't know. Like a beetle thing. Is it's, that? It's in the beetle family. I just I don't kill know. What it? It. No, just leave it. What do you want me to do with it? Leave it. For what? If anything, just move it into the garage. It's not hurting anything. It's hurting my sanity. Then just put it in the garage. Come on, buddy. You want to crawl up on this coaster here? Yeah, we'll see what it does. Hello? We welcome nature. It doesn't fly though. No, it flies. It's not flying right now. Well, because it's peaceful. It's just walking over the hour in our logo. <laughs> so anyways, so yeah, I, I mean, Esporta sounds like super European. I don't know where they're from. No. Did you look them up? Have you ever done research on them? No. You just go there and say, whatever. Yeah. I'm just here to lift and gain weight. I just Yeah, I just go there and then they still charge me the old LA Fitness money. Yeah. And they don't give me the new- What's their new membership? So they hire? bucks a month. What, no, are, you, what are you even, doing? It's even- it's even cheaper than uh, Alley Fitness was. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> here, take the ladybug, put it on here, and then let you me- You almost killed it with the coaster. Good. It needs to go. Oh, goodness. Here. Here's yeah, what I'll do. Let me, let me throw it out the window or something. Here it let comes. Give it a real home. Dude, this thing's motoring right now across the table. It's motoring. Oh. Motoring. <laughs> motoring. Come on. Oh, it flipped on its back. Oh, no. Oh, Jesus. You see the wings come out on it? <laughs> Goodness. Hello? Here, hurry. Hello? Don't let it fly away. Oh, yeah, just throw the headphones because we, we can afford new ones. Are you nuts? Come out hot with three business sponsors and all of a sudden you're just throwing equipment. No respect. No respect out here. I wonder why nature's coming in so frequently. Also, mega fan, uh, I'm enjoying 69th Irish Whiskey for today's weekly episode. Hey, so you, know, you put it in the sea category. No free shout outs. Still drinking it, aren't I? <laughs> Listen, friend, no whiskey's going to get wasted around my Irish bum. If you missed that, we did a yearly recap of all the whiskey we reviewed. We reviewed, there was 52 weeks in the year, I think we reviewed 43 whiskeys because the other ones were beer, I think we reviewed a rum, 
we reviewed a flavored whiskey, which is not legally considered whiskey, so we didn't include that in the listing. Um, but we reviewed 43 whiskey, and we just did a ranking of all 43. You can see that on our YouTube channel at our latest Thursday upload because that was fun. It was. It was wild. I didn't know half of that stuff existed, and then it reminded me of Hilbert when uh, you were teaching me Excel. <laughs> and you're just like, okay, touch these keys all at the same time. I hope that uh, yours saved right. Did it save? Did it finally go through? Yeah, it's up there. It's in the uh, It's in the drive. I love it. The drive. The drive. Yeah. Uh, but what else is going on, man? Anything else going? No. I'm um, just trying to configure life, really. Like, there's... We've had great growth here, which is fantabulous. And then our platforms are doing well. Sponsorships are coming in. Uh, we're getting a lot of messages to be on the show. With you starting your new job, though, are you feeling overwhelmed? No. Um, I'm feeling overwhelmed within work. I'm not feeling overwhelmed in life, which is nice. But with that being said, there's just a lot to my job on the back end where it's... Uh, you fidgety? Yeah, you a little bit. The, it's just interesting because it's a whole separate system and it's a whole separate workload of what we have to do from start to finish because it's very easy to have 15 to 20 appointments a week and then stop at a certain point in regards to communication with people. So I'm working my tail off to ensure that if I show up at your house and then start working with you on the project to solve your issues, that it doesn't stop. Say if you decide to go with me for the job, it doesn't stop there. Mm -hmm. Like, what else can I do on the back end? And then if you don't go with us, that's totally fine. No worries. But I still want to give you a good customer experience from start to finish. So the back end of that is a lot because we still have like all this stuff that's showing up every single day where it's right. like, hey, another three people, another two people, another person. It's just like there's so much. So every single night it's like you sit down, you make sure that every all your ducks are in a row, and then you have your process so that from start to finish it's the same consistent steps one through six. And then when more shows up, it's, it's no big deal. You're just seamlessly transitioning from yeah. boom, boom, boom. But it's learning that, and then it's learning your process, and then time management to basically – because you're your own entity within the company, mm -hmm. basically, because you're like a contractor. So from start to finish, you're in charge of the entire job. Who else is involved, right? Like, et cetera. That is what's overwhelming. And your work determines how much money you make. It's not like you're salaried. Correct. I'm not salaried at all. So, yeah, I mean, there is – it's a lot, you know, but it's – I love it because the autonomy that we have and then the flexibility in schedules and then just that that close relationship that you have with the customers is irreplaceable. So it's, it is it is a lot of fun, but it's also super exciting for me because I just like all that kind of stuff. Not doing that. No, please don't do that. Can you hand me mellow corn or something? Yeah. Are you good, man? God, was, was it that gross. bad? Jesus Christ. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to reach back on the shelf. So for those that haven't seen the weekly reviews yet for the whiskey, we had scotch and then Derek poured a Japanese and it's just not okay after Lafroig, so no. he's going to switch to Melocorn. I don't even know if I want to do that. Do I want to do that, or do I just not want to drink this episode? Well, we have to, because the beeps, that's the position I'm in, man. Yeah, this true. is what we run into every week. Give me the Fighting 69th, then. If you are if you think it's good, then... Dude, I can't go from Lafroig to rice whiskey. Correct. I don't even know why you poured that World War losing whiskey. <laughs> what if you do... <laughs> Also, for those that don't know, it's a Japanese whiskey that he's referring to. And yes, they lost World War II. I'll do the Fighting 69th. Okay. Not Melocorn. I mean, Melocorn's a haunted proof. Yeah, but that's hay. It's I don't corn. know if I want hay. It's corn. Yeah, but that's all it tasted was hay. Tony, dude, hey. 69th right now is tasting amazing. That's, what I'm, that's why I'm saying give it to me. Are... Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, dude. This episode's off the rails. I'm exhausted. Why? What do you work all day? Yeah, because I finally got the jab. Ow. And I've been Goodness. friggin' out of it for the past three days because I haven't been able to sleep. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I I sleep through everything. But I just feel like my quality of sleep hasn't been good even though I've been sleeping through the night. 
I don't feel like I'm getting enough sleep. Like I'm I'm sleeping enough hours, but it I don't feel hard enough sleep. Let's just leave this in the frame. There it is. Oh yeah. The the other thing that I really have to do is go to the chiropractor again because here we go. I've referred multiple people to my chiropractor because she's Wonder Woman. She does such a good job. And she understands a fine balance between sliding things back into place and cracking them into place. And with that, she's providing a good experience for people with a multitude of issues like Colleen, where she had back surgery when she was a kid. So, like, all that stuff is coming into play where... Colleen did? Oh, yeah. So, all that stuff is coming into play and... The people that I referred to my chiropractor text me when they're seeing her. And they're always like, hey, the doc is asking when you're going to be in. I'm like, oh, God, this is so annoying because I was like, I don't have time. They're like, you got to make time. And I was like, I know. And then the inside joke that I have with my chiropractor is that every time I go there, she yells at me because I'm not there enough. Like, I should go religiously once a month like I was. But because of us and then work, there's... I can't like I I I can't schedule anything because if there's something that comes up at work that is outside of normal work hours I have to go yeah. like tomorrow there's a there's no other time so I have to go to Elmwood at 7:30 in the morning for a structural consultation with an engineer like there's no other time for it to be done I would love to talk to a chiropractor because I would love to understand their balance between because there's a lot of hesitation when people go to chiropractors because they feel like it is some sort of a money grab where you have to go back every month to get realigned or for maintenance. And there's a fine balance between that. Like there are chiropractors that live off of, let me teach you ways to help improve your life that we don't have to come back every month. But there's also chiropractors are like, you're so messed up. You need to come back every month because fluid's going to build up and we need to crack and realign you because your lifestyle is just that bad. Well, it's, there's that, but then there's also what your lifestyle is. Yeah. So if you're sitting at a desk five to six days a week at work, you're going to have continue. no matter what happens, you're going to have the same continuous issues because of your work life. Mm-hmm. And then there's other people where, for me, it was... I started going in high school after a major car accident. That's what brought me to a chiropractor in the first place. And then from there, it was just preventative maintenance because of football, then because of the Army, then because of lifting and the Army. Then now there's there's work. And then I haven't been to the gym in months, dude. I hate it. But again, it's I, it, there's no... We'll talk about it after. So then there's, you know, then there's work and lifting. And then all those things that come into play... You're putting such a beating on your body that you you should go once a month for preventative maintenance to keep you in alignment. Because if you don't, then other problems are going to come back. This was a better transition. No doubt. So that's, you know, a lot of people don't realize that. But I, I would love to talk to a chiropractor on a show. I think it would be a wonderful interview. The first time that you went, were you scared? No. I was actually kind of excited. But I've also knew what to expect because I went with my dad once when he got adjusted and it mortified me at first because I was watching it. I wasn't yeah. feeling it. And then uh, once it was explained where the chiropractor is like, he's okay. It's, it's actually okay. Like, don't worry. Then Because I was a kid. Yeah. I was terrified. I feel like as soon as you start touching my neck, I'm out. <clears throat> but like, I feel like the neck is the most important part because that's where all my tightness is. Oh, yeah. No my doubt. tightness is 100% like right from my uh, like end of my skull all the way down to the middle of my traps. That's where all my tightness is. And I watched this video online where if you want to crack your neck, don't ever go like, don't ever twist because there's a vein, like your vein, your uh, artery right here. If you twist the wrong way, it can snap your artery and then you can die. Yeah. So the best thing to do is to put one arm behind the back, like right on the small of your back. And then that way it stretches out your trap in your neck and you can't like move your shoulder that well. And then you, twist the other way i just cracked it right now i do this like six times a day because it just feels so good to get that stretch and to get that cracking mm-hmm. but i feel like i need so much more than that like no have doubt. you ever seen those videos where they wrap that thing like around your neck and they're just like Ugh! and they pull and you, you like fly up the table because they just like literally dislodged no that's barbaric dude it looks so terrifying but everybody that gets it done after is like eyes wide open like holy shit this feels so good so 
what occurs during my adjustments is I'm on my back. When it comes to my neck specifically, I'm laying on my back and then she reaches underneath my head and then underneath the back of my neck and then massages up into my skull and then just massages my neck for a couple minutes and feels like what's out of place. And I mean, it's mainly because she's a woman. So like her hands are very soft and it's like a gentle massaging Mm -hmm. and it just immediately relaxes you. But when she's doing that, she's feeling like, okay, this is out. This is wrong. This is wrong. And she's doing all these things in her head. And then she goes, okay, just relax your head. Like just let it fall into my hands. Totally relax everything. And then you do that. And then she finds, so say like your left side is weird. She'll support with her right hand and then she'll, slide her hand into that spot that it's wrong and then she's like relax and then she'll do it again and i'm just like oh because you know something's coming and she's like just relax and then it's like okay and then as soon as like she slides up and then you finally just like relieve it it's right there and then she just like slides it in and then dude your sinuses open up and then all that stress is relieved you have one unheard message Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. (laughs) I could really use Current. (laughs) I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. ...in your neck, and I'm telling you, when you sleep, the, the night of your chiropractic appointment is the best sleep you've had in multiple months because you're finally back in alignment and then your mattress can do its job. And it's such good sleep. And I was telling Colleen for years years to go to a chiropractor and she was always against it. She finally started going about a year and a half ago. She goes every month. She can't stop. She goes, it, it, like it, it literally helps my sinuses. My hips feel better. My lower back feels better. And it's just, I, I needed that. I was like, I know I told you that. She's like, I know. I have to do it. <clears throat> I, I have go to go you. to, I have I to go, go to a chiropractor you. and I have to go to a massage therapist or something like that because I need to be, re- I know I messed up. If, I sit all day. Yes. I sit all day working. I sit all day editing. I, I'm always sitting, and I'm at the gym, too, and it's not helping a lot because when I'm at the gym, I'm getting a pump. I'm not stretching as much as I probably should. I do stretch, but not as much as I should. So I can tell you I am 1,000% out of alignment, and a lot of my like pain that I get has to be muscle and like alignment issues. It is. I need to go, but I just don't have because you, I just don't have time. H- yeah, I hear you. Have you ever done straight leg deadlifts? Yeah. Okay. All the time. So have you ever noticed that one side of your back is higher than the other when you're doing straight leg deadlifts? Have you ever watched yourself in the mirror No. while performing the rep? I've watched myself in the mirror, and I think that out of all of my issues, my alignment with my legs are the one thing that's not off. I could go to a chiropractor and they'd be like, dude, you're 1,000% wrong. It's all off. But I think a lot of my issues is like upper body. I don't think my legs are like I saw. I watch videos of chiropractics all the time, which is probably why I'm super scared of them because they're just like, you're good. And the guy's like, oh, God, I can't move. But they always do the thing where they like pull your feet up and they're like, oh, your one foot's like four inches shorter than the other one. This is because your whole hip's out of place. And they start doing like the 
like the massage table like beat down type thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what it's called, the massage table beat down. Yeah, that's exactly um, <laughs> what it is. It's actually scientifically patented. <laughs> but I see that and I'm like, I could definitely use that 100%. Beep. No, not yet. Oh, you're good. What were we at? 33. I felt that in my soul. I got you. I got you, Mega Fan. The the chiropractic experience depends on the chiropractor, but yes, you should go. And here's here's my professional tip, which obviously is not backed by anything because I haven't gone to med school. Correct. But it's this has been my entire <laughs> life because my dad is a licensed massage therapist, and I have been going to a chiropractor not since. A masseuse. Correct since two thousand nine. So I understand like the balance. If you were to do it, I recommend getting a massage first and then eliminating the lactic acid that you're feeling in your body and that your muscles are holding. Loosen all that up. You drink enough water, so mm-hmm. that's great. Break all that up with a couple massages. I would say anywhere from one to three massages. Then get adjusted by the chiropractor because if you're too Does tight- you they have openings? Yeah. And then if you're too tight, they can't fix you like at the chiro- or they can't work on you with the chiropractor. Which I feel like I am. So, no, you're fine. But- I mean, you'd be surprised, but that's realistically like where it should go is you should have a couple massages under your belt first to make sure that everything is like as loose as it could be and then go get aligned. And then a couple days after that chiropractic adjustment, get another massage. And then you're literally going to be like, I'm different. I'm a a different human being. It can. Yeah, absolutely. It just depends on your insurance. If you're under hers, then I mean, God bless. It's probably going to be like 14 cents. But yeah, it's ridiculous. Those Maybe freaking, I'll save it for next year. Then. Yeah, those state benefits. Yeah, that's what I recommend. Yeah. And then um, my dad also accepts insurance. Do you do any cracking on your own, like outside of chiropractic? Or are you yeah. pretty good not cracking your neck and stuff? I'm decent without cracking my neck because I know how bad it is to scrunch your neck. Yeah. It's horrible to scrunch your neck. I'll always do single leg overs and then it always works on my lower back. What I really need to buy is an inversion chair. And I know that I've known that since I've, you know, worked at a sporting goods store. They're not that expensive either, right? They're only like under 200. They're 130 to $170. When I first found out that those existed, that amount of money was unfathomable. Yeah. Correct. And it wasn't even, I mean, when I was in a, Minimum wage should be 25 bucks an hour. Right. So, like, when I sold running shoes and the sporting goods store sold those inversion chairs, no joke, Chipotle was too expensive for lunch. I couldn't afford Chipotle. And I'm like, there's no way I can go to Chipotle right now for lunch, and I would love to. I just can't. I can't swing $9.45. And, like... That was life, man, because yeah. you're in school, you're still at home, but you're only working a part-time job, you know, 20 to 30 hours a week at $7.25 an hour. So it was wild, mm-hmm. but I, I, there was a friend of mine that was doing construction while in high school. He opened up a credit card specifically for Chipotle. Really? But he was making 1200 bucks a week in yeah. high school. I mean, I couldn't even fathom making $1,200 right. a week in high school. I wouldn't know what to do with it. Spend it on hookers and blow. That or just a lot of cowtails <laughs> and then ice cream and Reese cups. Yeah, just like the most random things the in the history of the world. So good, so good, and they get such a bad rap. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it was just such a different Probably experience. Because nobody knows what's actually in them. Yeah, except goodness, <laughs> it's soul food, baby. That's what that is. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But yeah, I, uh, I mean, if you're serious, I can obviously. You know, I do want to go. Can you give me the name of your yeah. woman that you go to? Yeah, because big thing with chiropractics too is knowing somebody that goes there that can vouch for them. Because there's a lot of people that don't that could potentially not know what they're doing, and that's 100%. something you don't want to mess around with. Right? Like it's not a massage where they're just rubbing you. Mm-hmm. It's they're literally taking your head and snapping it, which yeah. you got to know somebody that's good. Yeah, yeah, they got to be certified. Yeah, they got to have that go. dr. I, I do get very tense. Dude, there's sometimes I lay on the table and she's like, yeah, you got the rib out. I was like, thanks. And then she just like puts my rib back in. I feel like I got like six ribs out. (laughs) I'm just like baby back ribs over here. No, I'll I'll go with you and I'll sit in the room and then I'll just laugh. And you can hear me cry. No, it's a riot. (laughs) Dude, it's so much fun. It's so much fun. Yeah, I do got to go. Absolutely. So you do the the leg over 
little back. I thing. just, I just, I'll, I'll lay on the floor on my back and then I'll do a single leg over. Have you ever done foam roller? Yeah, all the time. Really? Yeah. What part of you do you emphasize with the foam roller? Is there a specific area or just all over? Well, I emphasize lower back, but I've also legs, hips, lower back, um, and then just like sciatic nerve pain, all of that is all encompassed in everything. So I'm, I'm hitting a majority of things, but I'm only really working on two aspects, like my leg uh, from my hamstring up into my rump and then my hips and then my lower back. Cause my lower back is historically horrendous. And all of that is just because of football and the army. Yeah. So it's, but yeah, foam rollers are fantastic for you. We have, we have two of them. I've never used them before. Um, you should, I went to a golf lesson mm-hmm. and the dude didn't even let me swing a club. He's like, let's work on foam rolling. I'm like, I'm out of here. I'm not doing this. I'm paying you money to teach me how to swing a club, bro. I'm not teaching you how to, or paying you to teach me how to foam roll. I'll YouTube that. Show me how to swing a club. <laughs> yeah. But if you can't swing the club, then he's got to start somewhere. That's what you paid him for. Yeah. To t- tell me how to swing a club. <laughs> yeah. But if whatever. <laughs> Yeah, if I can't put my body in the placement to swing the club correctly, then yes, I understand. But he didn't even watch me swing a club yet. He's like, here, foam roll. I'm like, this is not fun. <laughs> I'm not paying you all this money to throw a noodle at me and tell me to right. <laughs> rub it on my nipples. I'm not doing this. Right. I'm like, how is this helping? <laughs> <laughs> Sir, did you apply body glide before this appointment? <laughs> yeah, that's wild. But yeah, that's oh, that's simple. We'll talk more offline. Yeah, I because I definitely need that, mm-hmm. especially massage. We're we're getting a couple's massage, but it doesn't do anything. Well, it does, but that's a treat. It doesn't do anything. I mean, if you if you want to consistently go somewhere, you need a deep tissue massage. Correct. And couple's you, massage you is can, like you can literally go down the road, yeah. and I got you. It's it's literally down the road. Yeah, I, know. I gotta go. I'll you go can soon. Walk there. Yeah, I know. That's how close it is. But then my whole back will be out. Then I gotta go see a chiropractor. And all is that there? Stuff. Do you like walks, or do you just like if it's more than a mile? I'm not walking. No, it's more of I don't have the time. Like what? time isn't a luxury to go walk somewhere for two hours. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you think hiking is? Yeah, well, when I hike. I dedicate time for that. But, like, if I'm going to walk to the grocery store, I don't have time to do that. (laughs) (laughs) And it's so cold. Like, I'll take Cleo for walks. It's about – we do a little mile loop around here. I have the whole thing mapped out where it's a mile every time we go for a walk. But outside of that, I don't, like, actively go walk to, like, the bank or something. I'm not poor. I got a car, bro. That's what I got a car for. There's one thing that we should do more in the city, and it's walk to places. Absolutely. That's why we want to live closer to a village. Because if we lived on the outskirts of Hamburg, which is what we're planning on doing, mm-hmm. I, we've talked about this multiple times, having an acre of land right on the outskirts of Hamburg where you can walk to the village would be ideal. Because to me, then you would take Cleo, walk down the road on a sidewalk into the village, and then you can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. That is what we need to do more of. But right now, where am I going to walk to? There's right. like crack dens like four seconds from my house. I'm not walking there. There's that whole empty parking lot over there. That's sketch. Mm-hmm. I'm not walking anywhere outside of my little neighborhood that I walk Cleo in. Right. So, yeah, we 100% need to walk more. But it's just we're walking places work so well when you live downtown. When you start migrating to the suburbs and you don't have that village feel where you live, it's nearly impossible. Buffalo is very dependent on automobiles. Very dependent. Partially is because the convenience that is 20 minutes to get anywhere in a car. Well, it used to be until all these morons bought cars for their kids. And then now it's just an overpopulation. Like, dude, union's a disaster now. It It's supposed to take 10 to 12 minutes to get to your house. If it's past four, that's not a thing. Yeah. Not a thing. It's not happening. It literally sometimes takes me 25 minutes to get to your house, and it's supposed to be a 12-minute drive. That is why I propose missile launchers yeah. <laughs> on the front of my bumper. Um, it depends. So I found out I left my house, and I was going to make a left, and they closed the road. Because of construction. Oh, really? And I go, well, I got I have to go that way to get to Union to get to the house. It's so I'm like, winter. what is going on? What are they doing construction They're fixing wise? the road. In winter? Yeah, they're fixing the road because they dug it up all spring. I'm like, I can't, I can't. So I had to go all the way around, get on the thruway, and get off at William. Well, he's just stupid. But there it is, 25 minutes to get here <laughs> instead of 12 minutes because they closed my road. time to set up. Whatever. <laughs> I could have helped. I was just like frustrated. And then, of course, on the whole way here, I'm just, my mind's racing because all the things that we have to do. I'm just like, 
when's Patreon Mike coming? Right. You know, I mean, that's that was like the, the thing that brought me back down to earth. And I'm like, all that stuff can wait. Who cares? Do you want to start doing that more? Bring maybe. guests in. I don't know. Maybe like a couple times a year. Some people we're not, drive me nuts. We're, yeah, we're not talking about weekly. Yeah, I'm anti-social. We still need our time to ourselves. Correct. This to is the only, and this is, Yeah, this is the only piece we have <laughs> away from the outside world. But I thought that that was a cool no, insight, absolutely. Especially with him. Like, yeah, if there well, was anybody that we were to do this with, I'm happy it was Mike because he's so knowledgeable on scotch. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't bring in Joe Schmo off the street to talk about whiskey when he has no idea about whiskey, right? Like, you and I are certified in bourbon. He is like certified in Lafroig. <laughs> Basically, there's no certification for that, but he knows everything about it. Yeah. I asked him when we hung out the other day about um, John, the dude that just retired from or just left Lafroig. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, he left on this day. This guy came in, and he started do- he's doing the same process for this. Stuff. I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking about right now. But I'm happy that we had him as our first Wednesday Whiskey Review guest because he was so knowledgeable on that stuff. I just can only imagine what he does on his off time where it's like he's done with work. He's just home drinking Laphroaig alone, and his house smells like a landscaping bush because he left the <laughs> bottle open. And then he's reading deep, dark web forums about Laphroaig. Oh, and then yeah. he's like, oh, well, that took me 2.86 seconds to read. So <laughs> I guess I have time for like 14 more articles before I have to go to sleep. Like it's, he's such a I nice kid. Yeah, it it was a very good, very good Wednesday Whisker review. Yeah, it was. But that kind of shot my palate. But this is good. It's perfect right now. It's yeah. all we need. It's all we need. What's going to be our next whiskey we review? We got some other rums. We should dive into the rum. Yeah. I'm excited for the rum. We should try that, see what Remember we Remember when we did the uh, pirate episode? Yeah, it was a blast. Also, so do you... Okay, I'm going to ask this during a weekly episode. Oh, Jesus. You ready? Nope. Okay. So for those... This is like the first time ever, but this is generally how business decisions get made between Derek and I. So if like this past weekly episode went live, right? And it went live yesterday. So naturally I listened to it because I'm, I'm, I'm an egotistical sociopath, but I just wanted the, the platform number. Do you, li- so, do you actually actively listen? Oh, yeah. I so, don't. I just mute it. Oh, no, I'll drive around and listen to it, and then I just laugh. I'm like, God, we're disasters. I Or I'm like, eh, I shouldn't have said that, but <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I, I can't because I edit the episode. I can't hear my voice again. Well, right. And then for Same me, the I, I just I just listened to it, and it's the first time playing yeah. it back. I don't edit it. So the question is, for a single barrel, when it came out, we told people to contact Addies to see if there's any left. But that's because it was two weeks before, and then everything was already sold out. So in that span of a week... There were no left. Mm-hmm. So once this goes live, then people are going to contact Eddie's and it's already over with. So should we be cognizant? Uh, but there's no way to know because yeah. obviously we're not psychic. So we can't like remove it while editing because we don't know what's going on. Right. And I added, I try to edit as quickly as possible after we record. To get off the plate. so far behind. Yeah. Because we're recording like four times a week. Yeah. Everything's fine. We're having fun. So obnoxious. Which reminds me, we got to do another cocktail video soon. Which we're, is fine with me. We those are Dude, that, that ridiculous. We got to get the housewives though involved. That way we can. So do you? All right. I pitched this to Colleen, my wife. For those that don't know, and I was like, "Hey, we got to go to Derek soon, and even our house it doesn't matter." And then record cocktail episodes for the pod. And what we want to do is we're going to make like five at a time. So can you help us drink them? She physically stopped what she was doing and then looked at me and she's like, oh, yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, Gina said the same And I go, okay, so we'll schedule that and then we're fine. She's like, let me know. And then, then she just like went right back to – I'm like, I, I can't with you. Like she was so excited. So we'll do that. We'll bring them in and then – The we'll problem just- is the ingredients. The ingredients are – like a lot of the ingredients are like you need fresh stuff. One-time use, right. So that's, that's the only hard part is that you have to – plan accordingly and then go to the grocery store after yeah bro get more because you have to get like fresh grapefruit like you can't have the grapefruit like rotten in the fridge and then be like oh yeah i'm gonna peel this because we're drinking it right so we'll do that one of these days we'll probably plan to make like 10 of them or whatever and then just just bring like washed yeah and then bring like four pairs of shirts and then we can just constantly switch (laughs) shirts so it doesn't look like we're absolute alcoholics yeah that'll work so, question to all of you that are still listening. First of all, I don't know why you're still listening. But <laughs> there you go. Um, 
what cocktails would you like us to make? We've done, I don't even know how many cocktails we've done at this point. How many cocktails have we done? When did we start the Cocktail Tuesday, Cocktail Thursday posts? Because we were doing two a week. That was aggressive on our end. I know it was. <laughs> we were posting so much. But we have, it's not even the end of December while we're recording this. Right now it's the 12th, 14th. It's the 14th, and we have Tuesday posts scheduled until the end of December. Yeah. So we're good there. But, yeah, we need to, we need to do this. Before, before Christmas, we should record more. Yeah. But, like, what cocktails do you want us to see? We did a video on uh, Christmas cocktails, like unique Christmas cocktails. But What's after? St. Patty's Day? Yeah, but that's pretty far after. We could do, like... Yeah, I guess we could do St. Patty's Day cocktails. That's like mid-March though, right? Yeah. Early April? No, it's March. Is it? Isn't St. Patty's? Oh, no, that's Easter. That falls either in March or April, right? Yeah. Are there Easter cocktails? You're just throwing those Probably not. marshmallow things in cocktails? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe an egg froth? I don't know. What about Valentine's Day cocktails? January, February. Yeah. Throwing I mean... some straight ecstasy in them? Yeah, that, and then we can put, oh, you know what we can do is make a cocktail with those uh, those little sugar heart things oh, yeah. for Valentine's Day. What the hell were those? Why were those given out? And they were always stale. Were you a big- Can you like, be my Valentine? <laughs> were you a big Valentine's Day giver in like third grade? Well, we all were. Like in my school, it was like mandatory to like hand out Valentine's Day cards Isn't to your weird? classmates. Oh, 100%. But it was basically to figure out who's gay or not. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> We had, we, dude, we had so much fun in our third grade class. We made fun of everybody. Figure but, out who's gay or not. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I don't know if you can say that. Title of this episode. Uh, of course you can. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with being gay. It's just you got to learn who is and who isn't, you know? Then you can match up Susie with, you know, Brian or whoever. That'd be straight. Right. In um, that instance, yeah. so were you? So you were? It was mandatory for you guys. Yeah, it was like a thing. Valentine's Day was celebrated. Did and you get like a pack? Like, yeah, you know those awful. Will you be my Valentine's Day packs that you would buy at like Walmart were or they whatever? Themed though, because we got like themed. Like we had. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there were always what, were. It's yeah. like Power Rangers, or there was like a uh, a Rocket Power, whatever the hell. And then it's all just like you know, it's themed for your favorite whatever. And then you would just write to and from, and yeah, you would hand them out to your crush, and then she would laugh at you and call you an idiot. Did you get a specific one for your crush, or did you just like no, mix they, her were, in? they were all the same. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, we're not gonna spend mad money on difference <laughs> between crush and non crush. You know what I mean? That was it a thing? It's like, we're going to go to the store, buy these things, and be done. Now, did you partake in science? Uh, like, Yeah, I took science. No, no, no. Oh. The, there was like arts and crafts that you would bring in to test theories on. Oh, like For science? like buoyancy yeah, that yeah. was like all based on like your one science class for yeah. the day. There was those, but then did you have like a actual competition? Like where science you- fairs? Yeah, I guess it was a science yeah. fair, right? And then you had to you had to make something and then turn it in. And there was obviously a couple kids that had their parents help them. Yeah, oh like, yeah, dude, you're like you're five, and you don't know. Like, there's no way you glued that together. <laughs> how did you get this volcano to explode? Yeah, like how is your Titanic a real replica? You know, like what is going on? So <laughs> it's to scale too, it's weird. Yeah. So I made an airplane out of vegetables with my stepdad. What? Yeah. So it was like What uh, vegetables do you use? Like cucumbers, carrots, um and then squash and something else. Did it fly? No, no, no. It was just like you had to build a plane out of vegetables and oh, then okay. just make it look like a real World War 1 type era plane and we used vegetables out of it cuz that was the challenge and then you had to freeze it so that it didn't like warp and get weird cuz obviously it's a vegetable yeah. and then they graded in the morning <clears throat> like first thing in the morning all the judges walked around and graded it and by the time like you were allowed to go look at your project it looked like hell oh, and yeah. then you're like oh, it's come yeah it's like oh, come what what happened <laughs> it's just like dude it's it's like 3 in the afternoon <laughs> like what do you expect so yeah did you partake in those yeah all I remember though from those like young days were book fairs. Do you remember book fairs? Yeah, with Scholastic. Yeah, and everybody would like go in to get Christmas gifts, and it and, was and then you the realized you shit. were like who's rich and who's poor. Yeah. What about intramurals? Did you t- partake in those? No, we did. So, well, I did. So, elementary school intramurals, you go in for gym class to burn off excess energy, and then. They're like, okay, what do you guys want to do today? Floor hockey, like a, a teamwork building. Uh, where it's what the hell were those things it was like a small platform of caster wheels and you had to like wheel mm. yourself across like don't touch the floor basically and it was like a challenge yeah. with your team 
that and then dodgeball and then a couple other options like volleyball badminton were like dodgeball for days and then we would literally play dodgeball for like two hours before school started and then you had gym during school so you'd have to bring like three pairs of clothes it was a disaster (laughs) then you went home and slept and then intramurals i think were monday wednesday friday you want to hear a horrible story yeah how much time do we have Seven minutes. This always happens, dude. The best always happens at the end well, of the episode. Save it, save it for next week. We're going to forget. We're already talking about intramurals. Right. Based on my house and where we were in the district, it made no sense to bring a full-size bus for intramurals from the district standpoint because it was obnoxious. It was like seven kids. So they put us on a short bus. So on the short bus, every seat's a cool seat, right? So Hell yeah. we were all excited and juiced up. We didn't care. But obviously, the stereotypical jokes were made for the short bus, right? Mm-hmm. So that was a thing. Well, my mom brought it up. And God rest her soul. And she's like, okay, okay, Mikey, what are you going to do? Put your helmet on and wait for the bus? So one morning I did that. I held it in my back pocket. And then one morning I was standing at the end of the driveway wearing my bike helmet. And I was waiting for Intramural, short bus. And I'm at the end of my driveway and I'm standing there and I'm just like, what happens when she sees me? Like, what is this? How is this going to go? Because it could go one or two ways. Mm -hmm. She either laughs or she like whoops me. Right, yeah. So... All of a sudden, all I hear is this knock at the the picture window in front of the kitchen sink in the ranch house that we grew up in. And I turn around, and my mom is just like, and she's like waving me inside with her thumb. She's just like, get inside. She's like, what are you doing? (laughs) So she opens the, the front door to the house, and then we have the glass door in front of it. And she's already laughing. Like, she can't. She's trying to be a mom and be just like, this is yeah. bad. You can't do this. But she can't hold it in. She's like, that's hysterical. <laughs> so she's like, get inside. She's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And I was like, you told me to wear my helmet for the short bus. And she's like, take off the goddamn helmet. So I take it off. And she's like, go go get the bus. So I go out. And then uh, I knew the bus driver. And she was my bus driver all through elementary school, all through middle school, and then all through high school, right? So, because she works for the district. Mm-hmm. That's how it works, Mike. So, I get on the short bus, and I'm laughing, and she's like, what? And I go, I, I waited outside with my bike helmet on, and my mom's laughing at me, and she's like, oh, my God, sit down. And I was like, okay, so I'll put my seatbelt on. She's like, dude, you don't have to put a seatbelt on. So, it's just like one joke after another. But, yeah, we're, it was it was all off the rails. Why did you not need to put a seatbelt on in a school bus? I have no idea. Because dude, those are so much more dangerous than a car. Have you ever been in an accident in a bus? No, but I've hit bumps in a bus, and you go flying. Well, And then you double jump. We talked about yeah. it. But, yeah, I've been in an accident in a bus. I don't feel like it's any safer. No, it's a zoo. So why would you not need a seatbelt on? Nah. Because it's too hard to regulate? Probably, yeah. We're little punk kids, man. Then we had tweaker wars, and then all of a sudden, remember the the book bags with the the wheels, and it was like a suitcase to help out if it was heavy? We had one of those, and then I hit my temple on it during the accident and gave myself a concussion. I mean, it's, it's a zoo. It's an absolute zoo. Dude, we were terrors when we were kids. But yeah, I miss it, man. Yeah. I miss not having any responsibilities, but... Dude, hell yeah. Anyways, we'll dive into more next week. There's more things to talk about. But yeah, thanks, everybody. I'll give you the old Kelly wave. Yep. Thank you, everybody, for joining us on today's weekly episode. If you have not yet, go check out our sponsors, High Peaks at High Peak... Highpeaksimage.com. It is H I G H P E A K S I M A G E.com. Or check out... Damn it. <laughs> or check out their Instagram, which is high peaks underscore AI for the time being. They might be doing some rebranding right now, but go check out their Instagram. Also, go check out our other sponsor, Queen City Creative Works, and look to see if you want to order something from them because they can do anything from ornaments to anything creative that you potentially would ever want. Uh, so go check them out as well. They are on Instagram, on Facebook, and then you can also check out their website, queencitycreativeworks.com. Um, if you want to check out any of the whiskey we reviewed today, make sure you're subscribed so you're notified when those go live in the near future. Um, yeah. And if you are going to drink any of that whiskey or anything else, actually, before we do that, make sure you're subscribed to the YouTube channel. Leave a like on the channel and a comment down below of what your favorite part of today's episode was. I know we got to cover it all. Then follow our Instagram at the official Buffalo Happy Hour or Buffalo Happy Hour on Facebook. If you are going to drink any of this whiskey, please remember to always drink responsibly. Be a good person. And Michael. Thank you, Patreons. Don't litter. We're out.
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.